This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com happier. Visit IXL.com happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss strategies and hacks for building more happiness into our daily lives. This week, we'll talk about why we should try to be a source of opportunities, and we discuss a listener's hack for staying off our phones. Gretchen Rubin, Writer Studies Happiness, Good Habits, The Five Senses. I'm back in New York City briefly because I'm in the middle of my book tour. And joining me today from Los Angeles is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I wish we'd had much more time together in L.A. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And yes, Gretchen, it was amazing. You came, you cleared, you decluttered. It was incredible. My office is so much better, but we didn't get to my closet. However, that all is much less important than big news. Life in Five Senses hit the New York Times bestseller list, number four. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And thank you for all the listeners and readers who pre-ordered. They heard. (laughs) Heard the call. Yes. And it is just a thrill. It's a huge milestone as a writer. And I'm really just absolutely delighted. It kind of hasn't even really sunk in. It's happened before, and believe me, it never gets old. Yes. Oh, it's so exciting. New York Times bestseller. Yeah. So before we launch in, we had two interesting responses to the listener question that we discussed in episode 425, which was about the family members who had these friendly but very rambunctious dogs that were pretty frightening to the listener's daughter. Yes. This comes from an actual dog trainer, Stacy. She says, regarding the family who seems to be letting their dogs jump all over their niece who is afraid of them. I'm sure the family has good intentions thinking that the girl will get used to them. I agree with your conclusion that this is not going to work well. They're hoping she grows to love them like they do, or at least see they are not harmful, but in her mind, their unpredictable and rough behavior is scary. 
I recommend that they keep their dogs under control. They can be on a leash in the house or yard with the niece, or they can interact through a baby gate, what zoo trainers call protected contact. That one of the best ways for dogs and people to get used to each other in a non-confrontational way is by going for a walk together. Doesn't have to be a long walk, but while they're out, they can get used to each other's presence without focusing on each other. The dogs are likely to be calmer afterwards too, and the parents are less likely to feel guilty putting their dogs in another room. Ideally with a great chew project item like a big bone or a stuffed <laughs> cone toy. Of course, my strongest advice would be to hire a dog trainer to help teach the dogs better manners, but I might be a little biased there. Well, I thought this was such practical, useful advice that's very much like embracing the dogs, but in a way that feels controlled and safer for the daughter. Yes, and going on a walk together, I thought was great advice. And I have to admit, Gretch, Nacho and Daisy were jumping all over you. Maybe if we'd gone on a little walk together right when you got there, they would have been calmer. They're just so excited when there's someone new. Right. They jump. So anyway, Gretchen, we definitely do need to do some dog training for the jumping. Well, the thing is, like, I think this is a good example because Daisy and Nacho were obviously very friendly. And I'm tall enough and big enough. They weren't knocking me over. But I could imagine that if I was a little kid, uh, they're much stronger and faster than they look. Um, and they're loud and they're, you know, there's two of them. So you can see how it could be pretty overwhelming to a little child. But if you're going on a walk, yeah, that's a great way to get out that energy, be together, go outside 23 and 23 accomplishes a lot of things. And then Holly said, I wonder if it might help to tell them you have a plan to help your daughter warm up to the dogs and invite them to be a part of your team. For example, you could explain that for the next six months or some other time frame, the plan is to help your daughter grow comfortable with small dogs, then dogs on a leash, then larger rambunctious dogs. The exact steps probably don't matter as much as communicating that you have a proactive plan. Your family members might be more diligent about controlling their dogs if they see it as a temporary step rather than the way things will always be when you come over. As a bonus, it might give you a less emotionally fraught way to communicate. You could say, we're working on the plan with our neighbor's dog and it's going well so far. Thanks for keeping yours away for a little longer. Again, I think this is so constructive because it really fits the mentality of the person with the dogs, which is she should learn to love dogs and our dogs are great. And then you're like, well, we're working toward that and this is temporary and you can help. But we have the same aim rather than every time we come over for the next 10 years, you have to shut up your dogs. Yes. Great advice. Yeah, great advice. And Gretchen, we want to remind everybody we have our new book club selection, which is the New York <laughs> Times best-selling book, Life in Five Senses. <laughs> Surprise. <Yeah. laughs> so everybody, get your copy. We're going to have our book club episode at the end of May. So start reading if you haven't already. And then finally, Mother's Day is coming up. If you are thinking that you might want to buy something for a mother in your life or re- ask for something for yourself from my store. I've got a lot of journals and mugs and water bottles, all kinds of stuff there. You can get a discount, 30% off your entire order. The code is Mother's Day 30. One use per customer. You can't combine with other discounts. And it goes from April 30th to May 8th. 
So if you go to happiercast.com slash store, just enter Mother's Day 30, that's the number 30, and get the discount. Great. So this week, the Try This at Home tip is to be a source of opportunity. So explain what you mean by that, Gretchen. Well, it just seems to me that one of the greatest things that we can do for other people is to be a source of opportunity. And there's all different ways you can be an opportunity. You can make introductions for people who you think would benefit from knowing each other. You can make recommendations, like you found a great person to come fix your home computer. You found a great person to cut your hair. You found a great person to fix your sink, whatever. Most people really need recommendations and referrals, and you can go out of your way to do that. You can invite someone to a book club. You can be a mentor. I think that a lot of times we have good intentions, but I know at least for me, sometimes it's on my list of like the things that you can do at any time, you do at no time. And I'm trying to be much better if somebody's like, oh, wait, you have a great person. Give me their information. Really following up. Because that helps both people. It helps the person who wants the job and the person who needs a service. Absolutely. And it seems like more and more we're going to this gig economy where people have these super rarefied skill sets. And and people are looking for those super specialized skill sets. And if you can be the person to make a recommendation, as you say, it's like you feel good and they both feel good. It's win, win, win. And Gretchen, I was thinking about this with if you're a big volunteer, say, at your child's school, you could also reach out to another parent and say, hey, do you want to do this committee with me? It's a way for that parent to get to know people and to be part of the community. Yeah. I mean, it. there's lots of different kinds of opportunity, right? There's a yes. job opportunity. I mean, and that's maybe providing an internship for somebody who's looking to yes. get, have an internship. That's oh, a big yes. thing. There's yes. social opportunity. Yeah. There's opportunity to learn something. So there's all kinds yeah. of different opportunity, but it really is such a win-win when you give someone an opportunity. Yeah. And then you could also do it through donation. Like you could give to organizations that are about providing opportunity. Like we always give to an organization called Bottom Line that helps kids navigate the college process because so much opportunity opens Mm. up to you when you have a college degree. But there's all kinds of training. So you could support that. Rating and reviewing. I mean, we all go on and on about rate review, mm-hmm. and it's we all get those messages, and it's tiresome, but people, they want it because it, it makes a difference. We are all annoyed also by all those emails yeah. we get asking for rating yeah. and reviewing, but many times it is from like a small company where it yes. really matters. So. There's a lot of ways to do this. But back to your point about inviting another parent to join you on a committee at your child's school or something. I think also sometimes people are eager for an opportunity. They would like to be asked, but they don't know how to step in or they feel unsure. I think sometimes people are just waiting to be asked. Yeah. And so you don't want to badger people saying, join, 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 if they're especially like an obliger who's going to feel a lot of pressure to join. But on the other hand, I think sometimes people are a little bit hesitant. And if you say, hey, is this something that would be interesting to you? They might jump at it or think of it as being something they could take advantage of that they hadn't thought of themselves as a candidate for. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, Gretch, there are a few things that people appreciate more than an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, Alyssa, you told me that in the past, and that's down in my list of observations for my sister, the sage, because it's so 
True. And as you say, it's the win-win-win. It's the right thing to do to help people get opportunities, but it also makes us feel yeah. happier because do good, feel good really works. And if you're feeling low, sometimes you can make yourself feel better by doing a good deed and something like making introductions or thinking about a way to give somebody an opportunity, rating, reviewing, donating, all these things are a way to make ourselves happier as well by making other people happier, which is one of the nicest ways to make ourselves feel happier. Yes. And as someone, Gretch, whose job is solely dependent on various opportunities, um, I'm a big advocate for this. Absolutely. So let us know if you do try this at home and how being a source of opportunity works for you. And what did you do? What kind of opportunity did you think about? Let us know on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcastgretchenrubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is episode 428. So go to happiercast.com slash 428 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got a happiness hack about how to reduce screen time. But first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. One aim that a lot of people have for happiness is being better able at stepping away from our phones. And today we have a couple of hacks about making our phone less enticing. Gretchen, this comes from Victoria, who's a 24-year-old aspiring movie director from L.A. She said, After learning about being a rebel, I discovered I respond to instant gratification. Social media has been super detrimental to my happiness, so much so that I almost bought a flip phone the other day. Instead, I found a free app called Screen Zen. It makes me wait 20 seconds. You can set the amount of time you want to open the app of my choice. You can also limit how many times a day you open an app and for how long. I'm at four out of 10 opens today for Tumblr. That's four five-minute intervals. If I want to keep scrolling after five minutes, I have to wait another 30 seconds. It's honestly changed my life. I've also deleted Instagram, Facebook, etc. The nail in the coffin for reducing my screen time and making me happier has been changing my phone display to be entirely grayscale. It works wonders. I never look at my phone unless necessary. If I want to look at a nice picture my friend sent me, I have a quick shortcut to turn on the color with the click of the home button. I turn it off again almost immediately. 
I think this is so many great ideas. I talk about using grayscale in my book, Life in Five Senses, because it's so effective. It's really much less fun and much more onerous to use your phone in grayscale. And it's very, very easy to do. Like Victoria said, she can just flip right back and forth between us. It's not a big deal. And then it's also using strategies, Gretchen, that you've talked about, strategy of inconvenience and the strategy of distraction. Yeah, these are the strategies from the book Better Than Before. And yeah, by making it inconvenient, and allowing yourself to be pulled away from it, you just make it a lot harder to just keep that intense focus on your phone, which is so detrimental to so many people's happiness. I mean, I think another thing is as a rebel, she's found ways that she's not saying no. She's not getting rid of her phone. She's not, I guess she did delete some apps, but this is definitely about freedom, choice, being in control, which are values that really appeal to the rebel sensibility. So it's not like denying yourself something. It's more like I'm in charge. My phone is not the boss of me. I found the ways to make it work. Yes. So thank you, Victoria. Great ideas. And now it's time for a deep dive. We're going to do a deep dive into the calendar of catalysts with dates inspired by the five senses. Love that. Now, Gretchen, explain for anyone who doesn't know what the calendar of catalysts is. So we are big fans of using dates as reminders to reflect. So as a catalyst for stepping back and thinking about what we want. So you could use New Year's Day to think about what you want from your life. You can use Labor Day to think about your work life. You can use Halfway Day on July 2nd to think about how you're doing on your one-word theme or your 23 and 23 list or your hashtag go outside 23. And I think that I'm always collecting these dates because I think everybody has different ones that work for them. So, for instance, one that's coming up for me is May 5th which for me is like a five senses day because it's five, five. So it's reminding me this is a day for the rest of my life that I want to remember how grateful I am and how much I appreciate and enjoy my five senses because it's five, five. So I asked on social media for other dates that you could add to the calendar that would also remind you to think about one or all of your senses. And people came up with the most imaginative ideas. Yes, Sarah had one for taste, which was 2-8, February 8th. She said, a meal is better shared with another person, too, and they ate. Love it. So fun. Kelly suggested October 4th for hearing, because that's 10-4, because with the CB lingo, that's like message heard, message received. So 10-4, thought that was good. And then Amanda had 12-12 for sight, because the eye doctor always says, Better one or two during the refraction. And Candy suggests for smell using the Rose Bowl Parade because of the roses, which is fun. Now, we've already passed the Rose Bowl Parade for 2023. That was in January 2nd. But this is something that you can think about every year when the Rose Bowl Parade rolls around again, thinking about the sense of smell. Yes. And then Randy um, pointed out there are a few dates that go with senses. World Hearing Day is March 3rd, and that raises awareness about preventing hearing loss and promotes ear and hearing care across the world. And then, Gretch, the World Taste and Smell Association announced that September 14th is a worldwide appreciation day for the senses of taste and smell. 
Anne Gretsch National Sense of Smell Day is the last Saturday of April. So it just passed on April 29th. So I love that uh, there are these global yes. five senses days. <laughs> exactly. So if you have any more, let us know. I am adding to the calendar of Catalyst all the time because I think I want as many things there because obviously people will pick and choose what they like. If you want to get a PDF of the calendar or just check it out, you can go to happiercast.com slash catalysts and let us know any more suggestions. Those are so fun. Yes. And now for a listener question. This week, it comes from Sam, who says, ever since I did hashtag read 21 and 21, I've been reading much more regularly, and it makes me so happy. I've noticed that when I don't get much reading done, it's because I don't know what book to read next. You two never seem to have trouble figuring out your next book. How do you find suggestions? Do you often read books that you recommend to each other? I have one friend who recommends books often, and it took me a while to realize I I don't like her taste. So I'm trying to give myself lots of ways to get ideas. That's such a fun question. Oh, yes. And there's so many ways. Yes. So Elizabeth, what are some of the ways you do? Well, one way I get suggestions is, Gretch, you know, my sister-in-law, Olivia Fierro, has a podcast called Olivia's Book Club, which is every week. So she has lots of book suggestions. And she and I like a lot of the same kinds of books. So I use usually mm-hmm. know if she loves something, I'll love it. Yeah. Also, Gretchen, listeners, uh, happier and happier in Hollywood listeners suggest lots of books to Sarah and yes. me, and often those I will read. And then another time I get a lot of wrecks is when I hike with my friends. So, you yeah. know, that's just a lot of time to chat, and we will always talk about books and television shows And then I love, I can go off and read a book and then talk about it with them on another hike. Well, and I would agree. I would say family and friends for sure. Both of our parents read a lot, so I get a lot of reading recommendations from them. My friends read a lot. I'm in three book clubs, so that's a lot of recommendations. I love roundups and best ofs, like if you're looking online or in articles, magazines and newspapers. I love the podcast Backlisted. I highly recommend that, which is um, about backlist books, meaning books that were published you know, a while back, not new books. And same thing, there's a quarterly called Slightly Fox. Those focus on things that came out many, many years ago, but you know, it's new to you if you haven't read it. Yes. Yeah, so magazines and newspapers. But one of the things that's been great about my book tour is I'm hanging out with all these booksellers. Ah. And I always say... What have you read? What's great? And what are people really excited about? And so they always have so many suggestions. And they often know about books before they've come out, too. So they can say, like, ooh, everybody's really excited about this book. So I've been I've been writing down a lot of recommendations. And I've been buying books along the way, which has sort of been a problem because mm. I had packed my carry-on bag to the gills. And then I ended up buying some books, and it's like, okay, I learned my lesson. Do not do that. I had to jam all these books into my backpack and lug it around. And That's so funny, Gretch. I saw a photo of you with a stack of books at a bookstore online, and I thought to myself, how is she carrying all of these books? So you couldn't resist. Yes, yes. 
So it's fun to hear how people get ideas. So if you have other sources that you love, New York Times Book Review podcast is great. This is a great thing to have a list to recommend. Also, you and I were talking about is staff picks. Oh, at the bookstore, often, picks. especially at like an indie bookstore, Ugh. there will be staff picks. Um, and it might even say what it is sort of love this page turner or love this yes. thoughtful meditation on life or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and those are people who read a lot. So Well, and I just find that if somebody has really, really highly recommended a book to me, there's a level of quality below which it doesn't go. Yes. Even if it's not my favorite book, if somebody loves it, it's probably pretty good. Yes. Yes. So what a fun that question. Fun. More reading for all. Okay. Coming up, I have a repeat demerit. I think they're almost always repeats, Scratch. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm -hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, it's time for demerits and gold stars. And Elizabeth, what is this repeat demerit of which you speak? <laughs> okay, Gretch, I have not been doing my nighttime flossing. Now, I know mm. I floss religiously in the morning. Now, I know a lot of people think, well, that should be enough once a day. But mm -hmm. without giving people, you know, more information than they want, my gums <laughs> are such that I need to floss twice a day. My doctor, my my specialist dentist is very clear on this. And I think mm. the problem is it took me decades to get to a point where I 
absolutely 100% floss once a day. So now yeah. to up it to twice a day yeah. feels super onerous. So I'm working on it. So can I come out with my happiness bully suggestions? Please. So here's one thing. What's something that you absolutely positively have to do before you go to bed? Brush my teeth. So just say, I can't brush my teeth unless I floss. Hmm. That's a good idea. You could do that in the morning, too, to just kind of solidify the connection. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure you're like, I'm so tired, I can't floss. Yes, right? that's it. So you're like, if you're too tired to floss, you're too tired to brush your teeth. Which you could go to bed without brushing your teeth one time. Like, right. that's not a big deal. But you don't want to. Right, right. You'll want to brush yes. your teeth. Okay, I'm going to try this. That's a good idea. I'll let you know how it's yeah. going. So that's the strategy of pairing. Right. The strategy of pairing, a lot of times people do something that they like. I'll listen to a great podcast while I walk. But you can also do it like I did in college, which is I can't take a shower unless I've exercised that day. Where you force yourself to do something because there's something else you really want to do. That makes sense. You got me flossing. Know. Like, you know, you get a gold star for that because I really had not been flossing this is too much, you gotta about, too much information about flossing, but now I am flossing good. and that's thanks to you. So you're adding to the universal good. level of flossing. Good, good. Okay, Gretchen, <laughs> what's your gold star? Okay, I want to give a gold star to you and Sarah, your writing partner. And mm -hmm. in Happier in Hollywood, you've talked often about the fact that there could very possibly be a strike, a writer's strike in Hollywood. And that is part of what you're thinking about is that you're making plans about how you might write a thriller. And you're, it seems like you're very creatively engaged, and this is something that's really fun for you to think about doing. And it's something that you could do if the strike happens, because if the strike happens, obviously there's going to be a lot of work that you're not going to be able to do. What the gold star is for exactly is you have learned from the past. And I think that as we go through life, our big hope is always that we will learn from the past, that we will gain in wisdom and experience as we move through the world and things happen to us. But very often we don't learn from the past. We don't remember what we should hmm. remember. We don't think about it. And the fact is the two of you went through a writer's strike before, which was a huge deal. When was that, Elizabeth? Yes, 2007. It was just, it was huge. I mean, it was a tsunami in your yes. life, in your work life. I mean, dad still has the sweatshirt, yeah. the strike sweatshirt that you bought. He wears that all the time. But the thing is, you learned. You were like, okay, if it happens, we can anticipate what that will feel like Let's have a plan in place. Action is an antidote to anxiety. Let's think of a, a way that we could use that time creatively and well if it happens. And I just think that's such a great example of learning from the past. Yes, we were so sort of blown out by the initial one that it didn't even occur to us to try to do yes. anything constructive with the time. So this time, obviously, we'll be picketing, but we also, if if it happens, want to use the time for something. Yeah. So thank you. Yes. And I... I hope it doesn't happen, but if it does, we have a plan. And I'm sure that makes you feel less anxious. It does. A hundred percent makes me feel, I'm still anxious, but it helps a lot. Well, gold star to you, gold star to Sarah. The resources for this week, remember that I have my Moment of Happiness newsletter. If you love quotations the way I do, and I, I love putting quotations out into the world, so this is a great relief to my sensibilities to have a way to share mm -hmm. them systematically. You can sign up for that free newsletter at GretchenRubin.com slash quotations. 
And all it is is just a beautiful quotation every weekday in your email. Right. And what are we reading? Elizabeth, what are you reading? I am listening to I Have Some Questions for You by Rebecca Mackay. And I'm reading The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mendel. And speaking of reading or listening to an audiobook, in your feed on May 6th, listeners will get a bonus episode, which is an audio excerpt from Life in Five Senses. So if you're curious to have a listen, you will just get that automatically. You don't have to do anything. And that is me. I'm going to narrate it. So you will have that in your feed. Yay. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Be a source of opportunities. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. Rate, review, and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. So, Elizabeth, I'm having a little bit of clutter-clearing remorse It seems like sometimes when we clutter clear, we get rid of one too many things. Like you lost that nightshirt that you loved because last time and this time you didn't, you lost the link to the podcast recording. (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd written down on a post-it, Gretchen, what day in my email to go to to find the link to hook up to the podcast. And I think that got tossed. So I had to do a major search because I couldn't remember. I feel, I feel a little bad yeah. because we were definitely tossing things fast. <laughs> easily fixed. Easily yeah. fixed. From the Onward Project. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.